right. You got Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, we're going to take a look at how to put away some of those things that don't serve our higher good and receive greater, maybe even higher things. There are rich examples in both nature and in the metaphysical realm that cultivate transformation, and we can learn from them. But as always, our conversation will be roguish and will weave in our core values of seeking wisdom, applying the wise, and as always, we'll share a mystic McNugget. So, okay, Rogers, once again, it is time to strap in. Stu, you strapped in, man. Oh, hey. yeah. Hey, Mac, how you doing? It's good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, we're doing a little video to tonight. We're doing video yeah, tonight, aren't we? I, yeah. I, I can actually see you this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I so love it. Just as a side note, we'll probably publish this to the uh, to our YouTube channel, just so you can see our mugly Uggs, okay? So if that if that's uh, of interest to you, uh, you can check that out. We'll put the link there in the notes to that as well. So, uh, <laughs> And you'll get to see our new Wise Guys hat. Yeah, we got Mac some merch, man. We got some merch going. Yeah, so yeah, that's, I love uh, it. I love it's kind of it. cool. We're loving Mac, it. Mac, I just want to say namaste to all of those beautiful exotic cocktails out there listening to us. We yes. love that you're here and look forward to hearing from you every week. And with that, let me, Mac, let me let me tell you. Yeah. I want to I want to tell everybody how to get in contact with us. Absolutely, because we love hearing from the folks out there, from our rogers out there. So we have a Facebook page. It's called The Wise Guys. Really easy to find. Yep, sure is. Please go out and find our page and like us. And communicate with us out there. You can post questions, comments, etc. We always put all of our episodes out there, including our muses that the Maverick and the Maestro do. And we'd love to hear your comments on those. Absolutely. Um, and sure you can also reach us. Through email, stu, S-T-U, at wiseguys.life, or mac, M-A-C, at wiseguys.life. And one more place I want to direct people, Mac, is to our website, mm -hmm. which is wiseguys.life. Yeah. Now, what's cool about the website yeah. is there's a notes section with each episode, so you can get a quick snapshot of what we discussed for that episode you can read yep. that before we actually before you listen to it if you want see what it's all about and we'd love to hear from everybody so please Absolutely. contact us we want to hear from you give us some of your roguish moments tell us tell us what you're tell us how you're going <laughs> rogue out there i want to hear that because i know we're not the only ones yes. i know people out there are going rogue every, especially <laughs> these days they're doing it Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd love for you guys to do that. And, and, and another thing on the website is that you can actually subscribe. You can, you know, I know you might be listening to it through iTunes or whatever podcast platform, but, you know, if you go to our website and you actually, you know, sign up, you know, you'll kind of get on our mailing list and, you know, we'll scoot stuff to you as we need to. Um, so anyway, yeah, that'll be cool too. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So there's a few manifesto points that are going to be covered in today's conversation, Mac. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to mention them just to yeah. keep, get everyone's antennas up for these. 
Okay. Um, so seek clarity over certainty. You're going to hear about that one mm-hmm. throughout this conversation. Yep. Expand your expectations. Mm-hmm. Here's one of my favorites. Because if everyone is thinking the same thing, then someone isn't thinking. <laughs> Just think about that for a second, okay? Yeah. yeah. We don't want to all be exactly the same. That would be a boring world. We don't want that. Yeah, we want absolutely. to have thinking no, no. out there. That's how we grow and, and um, expand and transform in our lives, right? When there's people challenging yeah. your yeah. way of thinking. Um, so oh, yeah. um, here's another one. Oh, I love this one, Mac. Because if you mm-hmm. change your mind, you change your life. Now, this can be a scary concept for people. But mm-hmm. when it happens, amazing things happen that you never even imagined could, ha- could happen for you. If, you allow, if you're open to this. Right? So true. So true. And then, of course, <laughs> something that you have said to me for years and years and years. We all have <laughs> adventures and missing the point. yeah afraid so yes we do and uh, that's the human condition and that's why we love each other in it but at the same time recognizing that sometimes is kind of difficult so uh so there you go yeah i love it Stu. thanks for just that you know summary there and you guys just keep your antennas up because you'll if we don't directly talk about that in those same words you're going to you know, you're going to see it. You're going to see it in the conversation, you know, because that's just who we are. Right. So. Um, so, yeah. So this week we're talking, as I said in the intro. Right. We're going to try to talk about how we put away certain things, how we die to certain things in our lives, whether it's our thinking or our habits or our uh, approaches, our grids, our biases. We need to, some of the times we need to put some of those things to death, if you will, in order to be able to be transformed into something even greater. And that's what we want for all of you, Rogers, without a doubt. So uh, kind of our key, our key little manifesto for tonight is going to be, let us be willing to die to the lesser in order to become transformed into the greater. Mm. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little out there, do 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 kind of thing. If that's what's going through your mind right now, but there's a lot of truth in that, and we're going to try to flesh that out a little bit. We're actually there's a little pop culture in it today because I, you know, just I think that'll be a lot of fun for for especially some of us oldies that are going to recognize what we're going to what we're going to play tonight. It'll be a lot of fun. So, uh, so there you go. Transform. Before we before we move on, I just want to make just a I just want to share how this, the dying part works for me. Cause that sounds, that can sound pretty dark, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about killing something off. I always, whatever it is that's going away or that I'm moving out of my life or I decide it no longer is, is going to be here. Yes. It's dying, but I, I always thank it. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for being here. I no longer have a need for you. You're going to move on so I can bring something else, something new, something fresh right. into my life. Beautiful. So I think if we could, if we approach that with gratitude, Beautiful. I think it makes it makes all the difference and takes us um, away from maybe a thinking or a feeling of darkness when you think about something dying. Wow. You know what I mean? 
Oh, what a, that's that. I love that, man. I love it. <laughs> you know, that if you weave gratitude into just about anything, it can't be bad. It's got to be better, you know? Right. So I love that. Thank you. That That's, that's really cool. Good stuff, man. So, um, so yeah, like resurrection can kind of also be thought of in these terms, uh, but we're using the word transformation. You know, originally when we fleshed this out, I actually had, we were going to use the word resurrection, but somehow or other that just didn't set right with me in that when you resurrect something, it, it typically, and again, how often does this happen? So it's not typical. Okay. I can't call it that, but you know, <laughs> right. right. But when something's resurrected, it's still the same thing. You know, it, it might have quote died, if you will, come and then come back to life. And it may be different, but it might not be. And I just, it just didn't quite set as well with me as the word transformation did. And so, you know, it's, it's something different. You know, when you, when you transform something, it was this and now it's that versus something maybe that was just the same thing only revived. You know, it's, it, it can almost be explained when you talk about transformation, it's almost kind of like poof, you know, it's just in, in the instant, you know, that the, the wand got waved and it went from print frog to prince, boom, you know, it got oh, transformed, yeah. Yeah. you know, right. Um, right. so that's why we use the word transformation. I just think it was a better word. That's all. That's a good point. Well, yeah. I can, for all of my um, zombie movie people out there, <laughs> when things get resurrected, they are different. <laughs> I, I, uh, but I get your point. I, I get your point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And, and I, it can be. I, I'm not, yeah, I didn't discount that fact, okay? But, uh, you know, I didn't go to zombie world, all right? You know, I always <laughs> have to get a movie reference in somehow. That was a, a a movie genre reference. There we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when we have to die to the lesser in order to become transformed yes. to the greater, going back to manifesto points, that really a lot of right. times requires that we have to change our minds or maybe change mm-hmm. our habits or our actions. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires that sometimes those things, although sometimes in and of themselves aren't bad, we don't have a bad habit, maybe, or maybe we do. All right. Uh, but, but, if we have a habit that doesn't serve our higher good, then that in itself maybe needs to die in it as well. And so let's just kind of not categorize stuff as that that's bad is are the things that need to die, just maybe not quite as good that we can also kind of put down, if you will. All right, well, maybe, so. too, maybe too much of it. Like I can think of habits that are good habits to be in, but if, if you, if it's, consuming your life that could be not necessarily positive oh, good point yeah excess right? it was really what you're talking about right yeah yes, so excess perfect no i love that you're right good stuff yeah um and again lesser is not necessarily bad again it's just an impediment so just you know that that can be an adventure in missing the point sometimes just like you were saying Stu, that that there's a perfect right. example sometimes that we miss the point on the whole deal uh, and really, the, the real ultimate question in all of this that we really want to try to help all of us in is, what is it that keeps us, or what are the things, not necessarily it, what are the things that keep us from transforming? Hmm. And that's yeah. just a ponder point for each in our own lives. And and we'll go through some of the things. We're going to kind of just give some examples using some, right. again, using some pop culture stuff here in a sec. Uh, but, you know, these are things, ponder points for each one of you. 
certainly for us, all of us. I mean, we're not exempt by any means, right? Um, so we're going to use an example and we're going to flesh out. This is, this is one of my favorite things. Um, and it, it's a song. It's a song called My Back Pages. And for those of you that have never heard, you, you, I, I, you're probably going to recognize it when we play it here in, in a second. But it's a song written by Bob Dylan, and he recorded it in 1964. Uh, wow. S- side note here, we always try to give you a little nugget so that when you're at the bar and your trivia, you, you can, you know, you can, you can win. You can get us, you can score some points. So here's a <laughs> trivia point. All right. Right. They always do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, many of you probably don't realize, or I'll be super impressed if you do, that Bob Dylan actually won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 2016. I don't know if how many people know that, right? But in my opinion, it was well-deserved. That guy is a modern-day poet. I mean, his wow. lyrics are yeah. just amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... So there you go. There's a little trivia fact, but we're going to play a clip. A lot of people's jaws just hit the ground there, man. Uh, yeah. How about that? I think I heard them all fall. Boink, pick your, pick your jaw back up. Put it you back know? up. What? I mean, the guy's, I mean, he is, he's a modern day poet. There's just no doubt in my mind about it. Right. So we're right. going to play a clip right now from Ooh. the song, yeah. My Back Pages. And we're not going to play the whole song because we're going to focus in on the very last verse of the song and then the refrain, which is really important. But this clip is going to come from a 1992 concert for Dylan. And he was obviously there, but it featured some of the oldie greats. And again, these people are just near and dear to my heart because this is my generation, right? Guys like Neil Young and Eric Clapton, George Harrison, right? A Beatle, right? You know, Tom Petty, Roger McGinn that was from the Birds. I mean, you know, these wow. guys were in that concert and they're singing this song clip that we're going to play. Harrison's actually the one that's going to be singing this verse and then everybody else is in on the chorus. So what we want to do is just play the clip for you and then we're going to kind of delve in. Right. So let's mm, just I'm do my best not to sing along because I would love <laughs> to sing with all of those guys. And if this oh. is my <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome, I'll man. I'll hold back. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Amazing, huh? They had to be Clapton playing that solo, right? As it turned out, it was Neil Young, but Clapton did play an amazing solo in the song. Okay, he, yeah. So good okay. guess because great. you know between uh, Neil Young and Clapton, of course, one of the greatest guitarists in my opinion, right. Eric Clapton. Okay, so so anyway, so there you go. So if again, we're going to reference back. If you want to follow along with how we're going to flesh out that what Harrison sung that last those last that last verse it's going to be in the notes 
right? So if you want to follow along, you'll have them there, right? So the first the first line of that said this. Of course, she starts out with, ah, but I was so much older then, I'm younger than that now. And that's so key. If you just ponder that statement right now, you know, I was mm. so much older then, I'm younger than that. And I'm going to give you, as we go through this, we're going to give you some backstory to these lyrics without a doubt so that if you kind of help you understand them a little bit better but the first line in that said yes my guard stood hard when abstract threats my guard stood hard when abstract threats hmm. and so right. he had a guard he he put up a guard because he he saw that there was a threat to maybe his truth or to his situation. And so his natural inclination in these lyrics is that we're going to stand firm and we're going to be immovable and we're not going to entertain any kind of difference, whether it be different thinking or different acting, because we see it as a threat. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Boy, this happens a lot, right? Mm. This we get inflexible in our thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's abstract, that word abstract. And, and it's so interesting. What came to uh, an example of this comes from if, if, if you don't know about and have never heard about this series that's out there called The Chosen. Now, again, it's a Christian story, and I get that. And, and you know, for some of you, that might not be your thing. But it's really, it's really fascinating. And there was, there was one particular line in it that just struck me, and then it became wildly crazy part of their merchandising and all this other kind of stuff. But the backstory just very quickly is this, that it's a story about Jesus as he calls his disciples, the chosen. All right. Hello. All right. That's where the right. story line comes oh, yeah. from. Oh, yeah. And right. this is in this particular scene, in this one particular episode, Jesus chooses Matthew and it's in the Bible. You can read this for yourself if you're interested. But when he chooses Matthew, Peter's standing right there and Peter knows Matthew in the story, in the, in the, ep in the episode, in the chosen and, right. and Peter's pushing back big time on Jesus. Wait, 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 wait. You don't want that guy. You can't possibly want that guy. <laughs> said, and, and Jesus looks at him and goes, well, I chose you, didn't I? And, and, and Peter looks at him and goes, yeah, well, that was different. So here's the classic line. Jesus says to Peter, get used to different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Classic line. Get yeah used to different. And so those abstract threats get used to different because different is coming every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So now we move on. Yes. My guard stood hard when abstract threats too noble to neglect. Mm. Mm. Right. So now he's posturing saying, well, I couldn't possibly think any differently about those threats because I have something to protect. I might have my faith to protect or my country to protect or my party to protect or my tribe to protect or, again, my own thinking and my biases to protect. I can't let anything get in. Mm -hmm. We do it all the time about all kinds of things. And we're rigid. We're, we just don't think outside. We can't expand our expectations. There's a manifesto point, gang. You know, this is this is uh, making me think of a situation I just experienced where one party, one person 
felt they were right and the other party was wrong. And so because of that, um, which is all based on a decision that had been made, because of that, they were not going to give in. They're right, the other person's wrong, and they're standing their ground. And basically, they just are, are at a, they're in a feud, is what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and they're standing their ground because they think that it's the right thing. That, you know, they, they stand on that nobility of the right, yes. you know, this is right. Okay. Right. And, right. you know, we aren't saying that there isn't, quote, right and wrong. Don't, you know, I mean, it's not like anything goes. It's just how tightly we sometimes hold on to these things that enable, you know, mm-hmm. that prevents us from being able not only to have better relationships, but in order to change our life as well. Right. And that's uh, definitely what was affected in my example is a relationship. Yeah, it's, it's, cur- always. it's damaged. Pretty much always, right? right. <laughs> it just typically mm-hmm. works that way, doesn't it? Yep. Right. Uh, we leave that we leave the relationships in in the wake. So there you go. So, so sorry. Yes, my guard stood hard when abstract threats, too noble to neglect. Here's the next line. Deceived me into thinking. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting word. Deceive. Right. 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 Yeah. How do we protect ourselves against that? Right. I right. Mean, how do we even recognize it a lot of or, times or, until it's too late, even if we if we ever do. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is a very human conditioned thing. And if it goes back to our manifesto points, what was the discernment you used to start with to make the decision to start in the beginning? Right. You know, uh, to, to help you protect yourself against being deceived or at least minimizing the chance of being deceived. And it's all about that cultivating wisdom. This is what we're all about, that you will begin to start minimizing those occurrences in your life. You're just going to make better decisions. You're just going to do it better. I mean, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. And, and the example here is really you just got to go back to Dylan. Why did he write this song? Why would he put that word in there? In those lyrics? This is about him. By the way, you know, this isn't something abstract, you know. Yeah, the this song is, is, right? The song is about him. Exactly. What you're saying. The song right. is about him where when he first started, he was a huge social activist in his songs and his songwriting and, and everything. And he he bought into the righteousness of the social justice things of the time in the 60s. Not right. bad. But what happened was after a couple, three years of that, because this is being written in 64, he could say he'd been deceived. It wasn't what he thought it was. Things weren't quite so pure. I mean, it was probably a lot more about political and it was probably a lot more about the Benjamins than, than he ever anticipated when he mm-hmm. was pouring his soul into the whole thing. So we can, right. the same thing can happen to us, you know, no doubt about it. All right. So deceived me into thinking I had something to protect. And again, there it comes again, the guarding. Mm-hmm. What do we think we yeah. need to protect? False teaching, falsities, false truth, lies. What do we need to protect ourselves mm-hmm. from or our loved mm-hmm. ones or whatever? What, 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 what are those categories? You can also want to protect your opinion, hmm. right? That's like I have yeah. an opinion, my thinking, my comfort level, 
Like, I want to protect that. I don't want that taken away from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Uh, because, because guess what, Mac, if our, if our opinions change or our comfort level changes, then guess what happens? We change and that can be a scary thing. So a lot of us are protecting that, protecting yes. that change from occurring. And, and that, that this is exactly right. And you, you know, I'm sure you're out there as you're listening to this. Yeah, I can't believe you're not nodding in the same direction that we are because <laughs> right. we all experience this. But here's here's the question. Are those things that we're protecting, that way of thinking, that way of doing, that grid we run it all through, is it actually keeping us from the higher the higher good from transforming into the higher is our is our knowledge whether it be carnal knowledge whether it be religious knowledge whatever it might be life knowledge that we've accumulated in our hubris of that posturing us do we actually cause ourselves to stagnate and sometimes even move backward as we're so rigid in this thing on our thinking all the time uh, I, I say yes. Yeah, I I mean, say yes. Uh, yeah, for all of us. I mean, you know, we're, not, we're, mm -hmm. we're pointing the finger as much as ourselves as we point out out there. But the biggest thing here, folks, is to be aware. We're just trying to heighten the awareness to understand none of us is exempt from any of this. <laughs> right? To whatever degree. Right. I mean, you're each, everybody's a, your exotic cocktail, right? But <laughs> I don't think there's any one of us that can say, oh, that's not me. No way, Jose. That's just, that's naive if you do say it. I'm just being honest, okay? That, I don't know to the degree of, that, that's a whole other ball game, right? But it's more than zero, as we like to say a lot of the times, right? right. It it's sure is. It's more than zero. Every single one of us, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I had something to protect, right? Deceive me into thinking I had something to protect. Next line. Good and bad I define these terms. Good and bad, I define these terms. Do yeah. it all the time, don't we? Yeah, we sure do. Things are a lot of people look at um everything in their life as black and white. Right? Yep. There's there's no no gray area. You just talked about this, Mac, and the muse you did yeah. the other day I'm while you were on the, the mountain. mountain. Yeah, about yep, about being living in the gray or walking, treading or right. venturing into the gray, into the gray yeah. and what that looks like. Yeah, it's it's this it's see it really speaks to this even bigger concept of of how the world we grid the world, especially in the West, much very dualistic, them and us, in and out, black right. and white, good and bad. Truth and lie. I mean, we right. very definitively, we've got our categories and there is them and us, you know, or whatever it might be. We're very much thinking. We think that way in the West, especially mm -hmm. uh, far more than they do, uh, say, in the East. And, and again, right. that's just not how it's not how life works. And we can all realize that you can all say to me, well, of course it doesn't. Of course, there's gray. And yet, do our actions and our thoughts convey the fact that we know that and believe it, that there is gray, right? Mm -hmm. 
And here's the beauty about the gray. Stu and I, you and I have talked about this. Here's the thing about the gray. The gray, the gray isn't something that you ever get out of. You don't pass through it. It, it it's not possible in life. Life never has zero gray. It, it, it just, it just doesn't work that way. The universe doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. And so when we constantly try to go, well, I want to go from the sunshine here and into the gray. Okay. If that's a period of my life that I'm just struggling over, I'm suffering about, or things aren't going the way I want it to go. It's gray. It's murky. It's abstract. You know, it's nebulous, but I know I'm going to come out on the other side of it eventually. Mm-hmm. Right. When in fact, if that's your expectation, we're going to say expand your expectation to say that shouldn't be the goal. That 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 is an unrealistic expectation. Learn learn to embrace the gray. The gray is beautiful. The gray is where change happens. The gray is where aha moments come. It's in those mm-hmm. places where you go, what? I just, I can't quite get my feet underneath me, but good. That's, that's exactly where the universe wants you in order if you're going to affect some change in your life. Sit there. Sit there in it. Don't be so hurried to move through it. You're going to miss it, man. You're going to miss all the magic that's going to happen. You got to keep moving. You hear me talking about this all yeah. the time. And you know what? Last week we talked about trust, right? Mm-hmm. And Trust it, it, trust is relevant in the gray because if you can imagine you're driving your car in the fog and you have headlights on and all you mm-hmm. can see is the extent of your headlights, or maybe it's dark, maybe it's not even that there's fog. It just right. could be dark out, but mm-hmm. you don't stop. You keep going, right? Why do you keep going? Why? Because you mm-hmm. trust there's going to be road up there that you can drive on. Now you can't see it, right? And you and you don't know there might if you don't know the roads that you don't know if there's a turn or a stop. You don't know it, but you trust it's going to be there. So part of that is from life experience. Some of it sure. is from um, maybe people in your life or things that you believe in that you're like, okay, I can trust to keep moving. But the, but here's the thing: you're not stopped, right? You're you, you're continuing to move forward. Well, yeah, and I think in your example, which is so relevant, and that's let's just say you do put the car in P. What happens to what gets illuminated? It stops. It, you right. only get to see so far. That's all you're going to get. Right. It's just all yeah, you're going to get. That's okay. Right. As far as the extent of the lights, that's, that's it. That's it, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have nothing's going to change. Nothing's going mm-hmm. to be <laughs> revealed. <laughs> if you're mm-hmm. not moving, all right. So great, and I love that analogy. That is just that is so cool, right? Um, all right. So the last, and then the last line. All right. So we just said I had something to protect, good and bad. I define these terms quite clear, no doubt, somehow. <laughs> quite clear, no doubt, somehow. Clarity. We think it's clear to us somehow that we we rationalize whatever it might be oh that's perfectly clear it's black that's perfectly clear that's white and our biases enter into that that cause us to see those things with quote i'm going to call it false clarity 
because we really want certainty. That's what it really is. We really are looking for the certainty and we rationalize all sorts of stuff in order to be certain about stuff when in fact we would just if we would just expect some clarity as opposed to certainty we're going to be a lot further ahead of the game <laughs> right right um, yeah so oh, yeah and that's definitely one of our manifesto points seeking clarity yeah. over over certainty yeah and again we talked about biases in a previous episode mm-hmm. and it is so it's so easy to sink into our biases and call that clear Oh, I have clarity on that because of all the stuff I bring to the table to that point. And you might, I'm, I'm not saying you don't, I, I'm just saying that tip, a lot of times though, that's a false sense of security, quite frankly, and just call it for what it is when it is that that's, that's my, that's all I'm saying. You know, and all this, it can be to our detriment when we rationalize stuff, it can certainly protect us. It can certainly bring truth and clarity, but it also can act to our detriment and just realize that that's really kind of the point here that we're trying to make. So again, you know, yes, my guard stood hard when abstract threats too noble to neglect deceived me into thinking I had something to protect. Good and bad, I define these terms quite clear, no doubt, somehow. Ah, but I was so much older then. I'm younger than that now. Because in a word... (laughs) What Bob Dylan is saying right there is he's saying, I was transformed. You see, you can't get younger except by a transformation. <laughs> okay. Right. It's not possible. <laughs> right. And it, it, it just think about the connotation of what Dylan's really kind of saying there for all of us, you know, that in my gray hairedness, my my olderness, my life experienceness. I had an adventure in missing the point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I, I went to a place that I got deceived and all the things in those verses. But, but the big thing is the but. Ah, I'm younger now. I'm thinking with new, fresh, more innocent, less, less jaundiced eyes. And in that, I've become transformed. How beautiful. I love that song. Wow, I love really those cool. lyrics. Yeah. Isn't, it, yeah. isn't it beautiful? Uh, and so I encourage you, we'll put a link to, to the to the actual video of them in 1992. But the birds sang that. That might be where you really, Madra McGuinn, he was part of that 1992 thing. You know, they, they kind of made that song famous. Dylan didn't actually sing the song until I think like 1988 or 1986, something like that, in concert. Right. So everybody knows that song, mostly from the birds, I would say. Okay. Um, but anyway, beautiful. I hope you got something out of that. I, we just, I just love that analogy. It, it just speaks to me. And, uh, and there you have us for this week, you know, to be transformed. Transformed. I think I'm transformed after this conversation. Thank you. Of oh, course. Good. I'm glad, right? man. You put down, <laughs> you let yourself die to the lesser in order to become transformed into the greater. Man, I love I just, that. Happened. I kept walking. I kept breathing. Just let it not <laughs> good stuff. Uh, not scare me and just move forward. Right? Good deal. Yeah. So last but not least, always Mystic uh, Mac Nugget time. Yes. We're going to leave you with this, folks. Uh, here it is. And I'm just going to lay it out there. I really am. I'm just going to lay it out there. And I'm going to let you 
connect the dots. All I'm going to encourage you in is this here. I'm going to say this right up front. When I say this, you may say, eh, not really. But what I want to encourage you in is to say, how could that be possible? And I think it'll open up a whole new vista for you. So here it is. And it's a quote by Pablo Picasso, by the way, right? Hmm, here it is. Cool. Every act of creation begins with an act of destruction. Every act of creation begins with an act of destruction. Ponder that one, gang. We love you. We appreciate every single one of you. We're, we'd love to, again, like Stu said in the beginning, to engage with you. And as always, we just love having you be part of the Rogue Nation. So we'll say goodbye with that. Stu, good stuff, man. Goodbye. Yeah, great to see you. Great conversation. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Very good. Take care, my friends. Okay, all of you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms, and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.